I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey guys, welcome back to Soul Sisters. We are both here for this intro. Yeah. And my co-host. Finally and back together. And friend in life. <laughs> Hi, Dar. Hi, Jess. What's up? So happy to be here. So glad you're here. Even though I have a cold or allergies or whatever it is, I'm still very happy to be here. I apologize. You're you're suffering, but you're suffering for our our art here (laughs) at Soul Sisters. Um, We have a really fun and kind of different guest on the show today, Dreezy. I think she's our first official rapper, Mm -hmm. right? Maybe Most straight ahead, just like straight up rapper. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Have any of our previous guests rapped? I think Kendra raps a little bit. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, uh, but she's, yeah. A, she's a straight up legit rapper and she's amazing. She's known as being one of the best in the game, especially in Chicago and especially among women rappers. I hesitate to make that distinction, but I don't know. It's also, we talked about that. Yeah. We talked about it with her, which is cool. She kind of mm-hmm. went there and then she kind of also wanted to be like, you know, a rapper is a rapper. Right. And the competition is part of the game. So it's kind of like, yeah. you know. There's not going to be more solidarity there necessarily. Right. Which is really interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So it was a good conversation. She's 22 years old. So it does it's not always, seem 22. No, it's always interesting to have a super young guest school us on life <laughs> and give us perspective, confidence, and wisdom. And wisdom yeah. Abounding. Yeah. Yeah. I'd like, where would I be in my life now if I had been like that at 22? Oh, gosh. I don't know. Or at like 12. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't want any more for my life than being right here with you all now, but, um, it's just interesting to think about. Perfect. Yeah. So Dreezy has a new album out called No Hard Feelings. It's amazing. It's, I mean, it's a really, really good album. And, uh, so you guys should check it out and listen to our convo with her, which was awesome. Awesome. Okay. Here she is. Dreezy on Soul Sisters. All right. Welcome to Soul Sisters. We got our headphones working. Mics are hot. Feeling good. Coffee, seltzer, water. What more do you need in life? This is all I need. Yeah. All right. We got Dreezy on the show today. What's up? This is an honor. Thank you for coming on. Thanks for having me. Um, So we were just talking before we started rolling about how you live in L.A. now. Mm Mm-hmm. And you were saying how it's all about finding your people and your places yeah, and your you gotta, things. Yeah, you got to find the little hobbies and places you like to go. Like, I know I like Fairfax, Melrose, yep. mm-hmm. hit up the shopping. 
places. You know, I like the weather. I know what what one friends got the pools and <laughs> you know. Yeah, so. friends with pools. When I moved to LA, that was the first thing that blew me away. Yeah, that so many people have pools. Yeah. it was just a normal thing. Even you didn't regular, have to be somebody. What are we doing here? I know. <laughs> Even the regular apartments, like you can get yeah. you a nice mm-hmm. regular apartment. They all got pools in them. So. Yeah, it's all like show Melrose Place. Now I don't. I live in a quad. But I'm about to move. I'm thinking if I'm going to move to, like, the valley with the pools or just get, like, mm-hmm. an apartment building with a pool in yeah. it. But I do want a pool. Mm-hmm. It's nice to have your own pool. I lived in a, an apartment that was, like, a square. So when you were swimming in the pool, it was in the middle, and everyone would look out onto the pool from mm-hmm. their apartment. So I always felt weird swimming. Well, I, I just wondered who could, was watching. Yeah, they could look at me all they want to. <laughs> Now, when the pools get overcrowded, then that's when I'm like, uh, I can't no, get I hate that. Yeah. Yeah. But it don't always, it's never really a whole bunch of people in the pool. Maybe no, on holidays and stuff. Like no, that. they're like tanning next to the pool. Yeah. But they're not getting in the pool. Yeah. That's the other weird thing about LA. Yeah. yeah. Where do you live? West Hollywood? <laughs> yeah. Around there? Yeah. Are you in like a scene? Like, do you have a crew? Oh, there. my my people. What's your scene? What's your scene there? Now, I mean, my people in Chicago, they fly out with me. You know what I'm saying? But. In LA, you know, it's a lot of associates. Yeah. You know, I wouldn't totally. say I met no real friends. It's right. In LA, it's too soon to tell. And yeah. I don't even, I'm really not even in LA as much now. It's just your home base. I've been on the, re- on the road so much. Yeah. Yeah. Did people move with you from Chicago? Nah. They just come visit. Well, really, at first, my producer did. Uh huh. But, uh, you know, just after time just went bad, we just kind of. You know, yeah. Was it kind of like a necessity? By you know, at a certain point, you're like, all right, I have to be in LA. Um, or were you just were you excited? The people, the guy who I had did some paperwork with, that was basically trying to shop me around to the labels and stuff. He was just really like urging me to move to LA, like around with my buzz when I dropped my Chirac and stuff, and mm-hmm. it was going crazy. He just like, no, like if you move to LA right now, I know I could get you a deal. Like I know I could do it faster. So it yeah. was kind of a decision we both made. Why is it that way? Is it because you're out there so you can actually meet people and they can put a face to yeah, the name? Yeah, you and they face, you yeah. know. Once they know that you out there, they're going to put you in the studios now. They're going to introduce you to people. Mm-hmm. You know, I just start going to my sessions and making good songs and just trying to knock out as many good songs as I could. And they're like, okay, we're going to book another session, you know. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. okay, like, let's do this. Let's see how you perform. Let's book it for a show. Like, it just, it builds up, you know. And yeah. then eventually, like, when we sealed the deal, it was just, you know, we already had a little relationship. Mm-hmm. I was already a little familiar with L.A. I just had to get my own official crib. Because right. at first they had me in, like, temporary housing. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Were you, like, with a bunch of aspiring actors and stuff like that scene? I wasn't, but the... There's the a lot type, of buildings yeah, like that where that is what it is. People. It's like a lot of people, like, they, somebody, your neighbor might play an instrument or, yeah. like, somebody right. act. Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. That's yep. what I imagine it being like. Like dorms. Yeah. Just like... Well, I mean, there's droves of people every day moving to L.A. to, right. to, to make get it. the dream. The Uber right. drivers, they, yeah. they <laughs> act, they rap, they do something, and they're going to ask you what you do to yep. see how they could get involved. Like, totally. It's so true. It really is an industry city. I yep. mean... Yeah. Yeah. Um, but that's what I sort of meant when I said, like, the, like, do you have a crew of people, but are there also just people around that are sort of inspiring, and I'm sure... Yeah, I mean... But... Yeah. uh Chirac, how did that happen? Did you know that when you made that song, that track, that that was going to sort of explode and open doors? Um, I I probably wasn't thinking about what it really did, like thinking that it would have did all that, but I knew it was a 
good song. I knew, like, I knew I had did my thing on it. And that's why I was like, you know, like, I did it as soon as it dropped. As soon as the song dropped at, like, 12 o'clock at night, I went to the studio and... Well, I went and wrote my verse in my room, and then I woke up the next morning. Like, yeah, the second that Nicki Minaj dropped it, yeah, she dropped it at twelve o'clock at night. I woke up, and it was probably out by like one the next day Uh or twelve the next day. You Mm. mean your cover? Your cover? Yeah. Whoa. You knew, but did you get inspired just like right away, or did you know that it was coming somehow? No, I didn't. Nobody knew it was coming. They dropped it at twelve at night. Literally, it was random, and the city was going crazy just because you know, little Herbie from Chicago, so. For him to get a Nicki Minaj verse and then a song called Chirac, like the city was just, you know, going crazy. And as soon as I turned it on, like I was, I was even shocked. Like, wow, Nicki Minaj just did a song with G Herbo from Chicago. I'm just like, I don't know. Like, I just, I just really felt like I needed to remix it. Like, it just seemed like I needed to be on it. And by the next day, you already had it all yeah. set. The next morning, yeah, uh-huh. I, I went and recorded and I dropped it. And you know, I so think the- that's what made it. Get an even more of a buzz too, because it's like, what the fuck? This shit just dropped last night. <laughs> yeah, you were obviously the first. <laughs> How yeah. soon did your version come out? No, it the, next, out. The, next the next day morning. it came out. The next morning, yeah. <laughs> How'd you put it out? I just, I think I put it on SoundCloud. Yeah, I put SoundCloud? it on SoundCloud, and like that week uh, or something, it just it got like a, a five hundred thousand views or something. And oh I just my God. Was like, I was like, I gotta shoot the video ASAP. <laughs> And I just brought the whole city of Chicago. Like I put out a little, a little time schedule where I was gonna be at what time, and the city just came and met me out at each spot of the city, and we just turned up. All right, hang on. So <laughs> this was two years ago, right? Yeah, I, I, yeah, two years. So you were like around twenty years old. Mm-hmm. So what had you done so far in your career that you were at that point where you could get five hundred thousand listens on that SoundCloud track? Really, I wasn't, that's what I'm saying, that song kind of did it for me, but, you know, I did have a, a little buzz in my city, just because uh-huh. I had did a song with Lil Dirk, did a song with King Louie, Lil Herb, you okay. know, like, I was just working with the people in my city, Sasha Go Hard, Katie Got Bands, I was literally working with everybody. Yeah. And, um, you know, I, uh-huh. I put out my first mixtape, and then right after that, the Chirac, and then... How did it start that you were collaborating with all of these other Chicago artists? Like, what was the first moment of... Mm-hmm. like opening that door so you were like you you know you're a kid you're writing you're rapping mm-hmm. singing acting was it all of the all of the things or? um I started off writing I was doing poetry and songs and and stuff like that like little stories and just my journal then eventually you know I went to I, I grew up on the south side of Chicago so I went to a school right around the corner and there was this music teacher named Miss Ellis and she kind of like just put me into the whole just expanding my music type like I knew I wanted to sing I knew I was writing and stuff and she kind of just put me on like have you heard of like she was a jazz teacher mm. so she was just like you heard of Ella Fitzgerald and A Train and stuff like this I'm like nah like she like you should learn this song go home learn this song come back you know so it was just stuff like that then she took me to the House of Blues in Chicago I just started performing I was singing and after a while when I got older you know, I, I moved from that school. I went to another school out of the, like away from the city, and I, I kind of lost touch with her. I kind of stopped singing, and you know, I, when I got in high school, just being heavy on the Wayne, Lil Wayne, I just start rapping. You know, and when I got signed, I I just combined everything: my writing, my rapping, and my singing. Yeah, I just went back to that. I have a lot of questions about what you just said. First <laughs> of all, 
Okay, I read this about you and Ella Fitzgerald and that you learned how to scat, right? Mm-hmm. And I never put that together, scatting and rapping in my head, mm-hmm. but it makes sense. Do you feel like one led you to, I mean, obviously you were listening to rap and influence and interested in it, but do you think scatting helped you rap? Nah. No. Because <laughs> scatting totally is different. still, scatting is so different. Like, scatting is like. But it loosens tongue. your tongue up. Yeah, it's like, not right? a bad exercise, I'm sure. It ain't bad. Yeah. I don't it's know, a, maybe. You know, it, good... But, you know, I wasn't making up scats. Like, I wasn't like a scatter. Okay. You know, if I was singing, like the A Train song is like. Like, I know, I remember, like, just just from hearing her say it, I was just copying off her saying it. You know, like, okay. I didn't ever know what it meant. I didn't ever know, like, how to make it. <laughs> You, know. you can't scat on your own. Like, I bet not you like could. make up some scat. I don't know. I don't I, even know. Like I wish I had a jazz track to play for you right now. <laughs> I scatting, I feel like, is almost more comfortable to like freestyling because yeah. you sort of put yourself out there. You yeah, have no okay. idea where you're gonna sure. go. You just have to come out with something. Yeah. Well, you know what? Now I think about it, because like now, like when I go in the studio, like how right now, I used to just write words, you know, just strictly writing. Now when I go in the studio. Cause I I just was thinking about it like the fact that it's so many hits that I grew up off of mm-hmm. and never knew the words until now. So you I mean think, raps like, like rap no singing Sing, like uh-huh. I mean songs period any it's songs just, yeah yeah like or yeah mostly singing though because it's like you know you just know the melody you know you can hum it but sure. you, I never really understood what the words meant until I got old enough to understand so that kind of made me feel like maybe melody is the most important part of the song. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you could get a melody in somebody, it don't matter what you're saying. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? When you pick the right words to it, that just make it even better. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. so now when I go in the studios, I don't even, like, write first. A lot, sometimes I do, like, if I'm doing, like, rappy, rappy stuff. Yeah. I want to write it and make sure, you know what I'm saying? But if I'm just going in, I vibe out and just do melody. So it is kind of like scatting, like, if I add some rapping, like, close to you. Did y'all hear that song with T Yes, I love that song. Yeah, that's a song I went in and just melodies like, and I was like, I'm just like, I'm like fresh. And then when I would start rapping, I'm like, I was then I came back and put the words to it, but it was just you know. So it's you heard of, melody and kind of like yeah. cadence and rhythm and yeah. things, and so then it's kind added. of like scatting. Yeah, you just got to put the words to it at the end. Do you write a lot in the studio as opposed to like at home or anywhere else? Yeah, but I don't like doing that. Yeah, they 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 usually do it like that. You know, I don't like doing it. So is that a shift from like when you were first starting out? Yeah, yeah. Cause I used to write at home, and then I go to the studio and lay it down. Or like the producer that I had, uh, his name D Brooks. When we was working on my schizo project, a lot of those songs was just poems. Like it wasn't, it didn't have no beat, no sound. I was just at home writing. And I just caught a rhythm and kept writing to that rhythm. And I'd bring it to my producer and he'll he'll be like, I know what drums to put on that. Like he'll start putting the sounds and we'll, I'll listen to it while he's doing it and we'll make the perfect fit for the sound, you know. And would you say you do prefer that process? It depends though. Cause that, you know, like if the words come to my head, like a lot of times, like when I first wake up, that's when words start coming to my head. And if I don't write it down, I forget it. And that's why I used to do a lot, just write and then I'll go to the studio. But sometimes when I go in the studio, like sometimes you'll hear a beat like the Chirac. I hear and the words just start coming to me. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. Like so it just depends off the vibe you get. Yeah. Yeah. I I read a lot of 
like illusions about you to your childhood. I was wondering if you wouldn't mind explaining what was going on at home. Like I think on Wikipedia it says you studied arts as a distraction from what was going on at home. Mm -hmm. And I wondered what that was exactly. Um, just growing up, you know, just being with my mama, she was like a single parent, you know, mm -hmm. just I feel like just her life her life kinda really rubbed off on man's just kinda influenced. Like with her relationships, I it kinda it kind of like led me into what type of relationships I get myself into now. Like the stuff she was moving. Like I was just, you know, you know, when you grow up with your mama, you just, you just, you you take after everything that she doing. You know what I'm saying? But my more of my problem was, you know, my mama lost her mama at an early age, yeah. and she lost her daddy too. She don't she don't really know who he is. He moved off. You know what I'm saying? So he mm -hmm. ain't really come around. So my mama was literally like growing up, living her life, teaching herself. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. if she made a mistake, I'm watching, mm -hmm. you know, and I'm I'm going to do the same thing. So Do you have siblings? Yeah. I got a little sister, so she don't know no better. Like she just a baby, so I just I kind of had to just boss up in that situation. Did just, you feel like the adult in your household? Yeah, yeah. It's still like that now. Like yeah. it's crazy. You wouldn't even understand like luckily with this new generation like kids is is learning very, at a very fast pace like Kids is way smarter than, you know, you know what I'm saying? So, Maybe too smart. <laughs> yeah, sometimes too smart, you know? But, yeah, that's why I look at it like, like you know, a lot of the stuff that even relationships is way different than, like, my mama don't understand. Like, she real, like, friendly and, like, real. She don't understand what's going on in the world right now. And, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? That could mess you up. Like, with relationships, you think people care about you and they don't. Like, and I'm the type that people from a mile away. Like, I don't even like people. Mm -hmm. I'm not social like that. My mama is. Yeah. So with this fame and stuff coming in and stuff like that, you know, we bump heads because she think everybody around us want to be... <sighs> And I know, like, people is coming around for the wrong reason. Yeah. So, yeah, that's just, you know. Well, that's good that you know that for yourself. Yeah. yeah. If you didn't have someone around telling you that. Yeah. That could have been a tough lesson to learn. I really had to, and that's when my daddy came in, because, you know, uh, you know, me and my, we got to a point where we was just bumping. I just didn't like the way her life was going. And, you know, when you care about somebody and you can't change the situation, you got to remove yourself. So I had to move in with my daddy, and he kind of, like, Flip me around. Yeah? Yeah. He was in Chicago still? Yeah. Okay. You live in the burbs. Are yeah. either of them into music or musicians? No. Nah. How did they feel when you started getting heavy into it? Uh, My mama was like, my mama ain't really like it like that. She was just, it ain't that she didn't like it. She just she was, was worried about you. <laughs> she just was like, like I said, I was the type to move around. I don't stay in situations where I don't want to be in, you know? Mm -hmm. So like I was living with her. No, I had moved back with her after I moved out with my daddy. And I realized like this still ain't going to work. So mm -hmm. like I had to, you know, she like, hey, if you're going to be, you got to get a job and this. And then I dropped out of college because I knew I went to rap. So she was just over me. She like, you, <laughs> you went from getting all A's and B's to dropping out of college to wanting to rap. Like, it but was by kinda, the time you're in college, you're already have, starting to see some success in music, right? Nah. Nah, when I was in college, because I didn't really, I didn't put out my I put out my very first mixtape probably the end of my seventh grade year. Seventh so, grade. Wow. Yeah. So people didn't really get to like take me serious rapping to eighth grade year. And we was finna graduate. So when I graduated and went to college, that's when I was just in there like, man, I think I wanna take this all away. Like I had a good start, like everybody was rocking with it. But I couldn't do it in college because I just didn't have no time. Like, we were studying and all that. And, like, not having no money to put into it. Like, I just had to get out of there. 
Yeah. Yeah. What was the leap from sort of doing it on your own to like from like in your bedroom, I imagine, you know, doing garage band? Mm-hmm. Was it, w- was did it you use garage band? I, like, I used to record on a uh, webcam mic. On my webcam, oh, yeah? like just regular voice recorded. It wasn't even garage. And, and what beats would you use? Yeah, I didn't even have a Mac yet. <laughs> yeah. What beats would you use? I was doing remixes at first. Like, very first beat I ever rapped on was Pussy Money Weed by Wayne. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So So then what takes it from your own self, your own project, to having people with you and helping you? Yeah. And back in high school, like like I said, my first song was Pussy Money Weed. Then, you know, when I started like and I was playing around with that too. Like I wasn't even taking serious. I was just rapping, me and my cousin. And um so then when I started going to school and I'm like letting the guys know, you know, you start finding out who rap in school. It ain't really a whole lot of rappers in school at that time. You know, people ain't really think about that. Mm-hmm. So it was one guy named Cuddy. And he was the only really rapper at the school. And I'm just like, yeah, I want to rap. You know, I just started going to the studio with him. It was a guy in my class named Will. He was playing around with the beats and stuff. And I'm just like, you know, maybe I could try to rap on your beat. And that was like the first real beat that I rapped on. And it was called Feeling You or something like that. Mm-hmm. And so we was just we were just trying stuff. We didn't know what we was doing, you know. And um, like you said, like what you were saying earlier, how I started reaching out to other rappers is just when I started, you know, getting my own love. You know, I put out my first video. It got like fifty thousand views in the first, um, like when I first put it out. I'm like, okay. What song was that? It's called "Illis Bitch Alive." It's it's bogus. Don't, don't. <laughs> no, yeah, you don't want to see up there? it. Yeah, it's up there, but it, it's <laughs> terrible. Like my hair, my leave out, everything. <laughs> you know? How'd you get? What What was the video like? How did it blow up like that? I mean, fifty thousand ain't a lot. No, it grew, it grew to fifty thousand. Like it started off small. Mm-hmm. I had to build it up, but mm-hmm. once I got fifty thousand, I'm just thinking like, okay, yeah, like <laughs> I'm finna here. do something else. You know, yeah. the next video got a hundred thousand. Then that's when I started like, all right, I'm finna reach out to little rappers around my city. I was reaching out to King Louis. I was like, man, well, I want to pay you for a feature. He like fifteen hundred or something at the time, and I was like, I only got three hundred dollars and. Maybe 200, you know, like, just rock with me. But What would you do? Like, send them tracks, send them your videos? and I was one of them people like that email be in my DMs now. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's like, can you listen to my songs? Do you people know? do that all the time? Yeah, and it don't work. It didn't work for me. <laughs> I was going to say, do you try to pay that back then? No, I never I never paid for a feature, just yeah. to let you know. No, but, but I, I just mean in terms of, like... People like, did who are hitting you? you up now, <laughs> like you were hitting other people up then. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you yeah. try to help people out when you can? Nah, because that's, that's not, not the that way to go about do. it. Yeah. yeah, it's not the way. Like, Would you be discouraging them? I mean, it's a good it's a good effort, don't you think? <laughs> yeah, it's a or good no. effort, but you got to learn <laughs> the same effort. way I learned. Yeah. What, so what did, when what? I was sliding in Louis DMs, he wasn't having it. Like, so what did work? Yeah, I ended up running into him in the studio. You know, uh, like a lot of the stuff that happened for me, I feel like was God's plan. Like I was really in these situations where I ended up being in a room with these guys and I know how to hold my own weight. You know, it's like you're going to get an opportunity if it's if it's meant for you. And if you're talented enough, you're going to shine through. You know what yeah, I'm, I'm saying? saying? You made that opportunity right. happen, though. Yeah. Like right. I, I was just going to the studio. I knew where people was going. And Did you, you know, have were you working at the studio with someone already or were you just like nah, kind of showing up? No. Nah. And then, you know, like I, I found my guy who was making, knew how to build the beats around me and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And, you know, he was making producers for a couple artists out in the city and stuff. You know, artists always want beats. Rather they do features with you or not, they'll do beats. They'll get on anybody's beat. Mm-hmm. So he was giving beats out. And I'm just like, man, let them know about my music. I just got my name popping. 
I really started working with female rappers. First, the first one I did was Shots Should Go Hard. You know, that was the first female rapper I did something with. Then I did something how'd with. You, how'd you connect with her? I kind of reached out to her. And I think we might have bumped heads at first when <laughs> I first reached out because she probably wasn't rocking with how'd me How'd you like reach that. out? I don't remember. Uh-huh. But I know we ended up, um, she was going with this boy out west. And I ended up talking to his best friend, and we ended up getting cool. So it's like the beef ended up squashing. We got in the studio. That's funny. We made a banger, and that kind of went crazy too. And then yeah. I did something with Katie. Got bands. I just, you know, I started meeting people. Like, yeah. Know. Do you feel any solidarity with other women in rap? Automatically for being women. Automatically, you know? yeah. No, you know, it's and the guys is crazy too, you know. So when I come up on people, I just take people for their vibe like in real life yeah like, i just see how people talk in real life and how they treat me in real life you right know? and i also pay attention to how people um reactions change when they first meet me and don't know who i am and then meet me again and see the progress you know because i always meet people once and meet them again down the line and i'm always gonna get better as time go mm-hmm. so you know and people personality definitely change like they're They'll blow, brush you off once, and then next time they see you, they, oh, you the girl that made You know what I'm saying? But I stay humble in every situation because I learned, I, I know, I've seen situations where it's been people where I really didn't want to get in tune with, and they done caught up on me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you got to be humble with everything. You never know right. what people got going. But I, I think it's true in any genre of music that, you know, women have particularly hard times in different ways. Um, but I feel like the perception is that it's particularly hard in hip hop because there's just, there's a perception of all this misogyny that's in the music itself. Mm -hmm. And therefore that the artists in that genre have to make a special effort in their lyrics to sound like strong, independent women and maybe behind the scenes, you also have to give that impression. Have you felt that at all? I mean, I want to be a strong woman for myself. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Not even for the label. Um, I mean, of course, for my fans, but really at the end of the day, for myself, mm-hmm. just because, you know, I'm just, I'm out here by myself. I'm, I feel like, even though I'm not an independent artist, but I'm my own boss. You know, I ain't got no yeah. cosign. I'm still a female in the industry. I'm still young. Mm-hmm. I don't know about paperwork mm-hmm. and stuff. I just know how yeah. to make a song, you know? Yeah. So you got to boss up and be that, you know, that all around girl, you know? Mm-hmm to get the business taken well, care of. Yeah. yeah, it's interesting too because we've talked before about um, a, a sort of lack of comp- perceived competition within other genres like rock and pop and stuff. And I feel like in hip hop, there's almost an inherent, a little bit of like an elbowing, like this is my space, this is my space, I'm yeah. going to ask you to come on my track, you can come on, but that's it, you know, like I, I a little yeah. bit of a territorial but that's but we're obsessed with the beef between women right you know? and so it's almost like i wonder if that's even more if it's easier to sort of have a camaraderie with with the guys because there's not that direct competition but so, to a certain extent i feel like that's what hip-hop is like <laughs> it, it's supposed to be competitive like you gotta come with your bars and stuff because now everybody want to be buddy buddy and ain't nobody putting out no good music Everybody putting out bubblegum raps, you yeah. know? It take, for a, it take for a rapper to dish you for you to bring your bars on the track for now. You know what I'm saying? Like, even though it shouldn't have to be like that, but I do think it should always, you know, it should always be a fair sport. You know, this is a sport to me. I didn't get in here to just be buddy-buddy with everybody. Yeah. We competing for the number one spot. Right. We want to be the greatest at what you do. And that's where everything, like I say, if I'm working at McDonald's, I'm trying to be the best burger <laughs> yeah. flipping. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to get promoted. Like, you know, so yeah. it, it should be. But it don't got to get personal, you know. When it right. get personal, that's when it's like, all right, it ain't about the lyrics no more. Right. Now Have you, you had any of that? 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, but you said um, you talk about anything. <laughs> no, nah, we can talk about anything. But what I won't do is give somebody shine that don't deserve it. Yeah, you know totally. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So I done got into yeah. I done did beefs with the with people that people that came at me. I don't start beefs. Yeah, that, I don't even got time for that. Right. You know what I'm saying? But you know, at the end of the day, I handle my business, and I and that's why I say I always stay humble because I know. Like it be situations like that where you people get cocky and they feel like they could dish you and then you yeah you got to be able to hold your ground after you talk all that you know what I'm saying yeah yeah but that's tricky because like you don't want to fuel the fire right but then when people make it public then it then it make it's good publicity in a way. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile with the price of just about everything going up during inflation we thought we'd bring our prices down so to help us we brought in a reverse auctioneer which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for the reward-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. talking about it. Yeah. Right? I don't know. I ain't even for the publicity stunts either. No. I just keep it 100. Yeah. So anything yeah. y'all see happening with me is just real. real. Yeah. Yeah. What about the fun battles, like the real battles? Not the beef, like, you know, just battling for fun. Have you done that? Oh, like rap battles? Yeah, rap battles. <laughs> uh, nah, but I Too never freestyle? Really- Nah, I do a little bit, like, in the studio, like, just with myself. I never, like, freestyle battled, like, nobody. Mm-hmm. I don't think I'm probably... Like some eight mile. I don't think I'm that into that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. I would love to be into that that's just because like I rap. Just like being on a, on a tightrope. But that's some terrifying. whole other thinking. Like, no, that's... Yeah, when that's people do that skill. and they're just looking around the room and they can pull everything oh in, yes. that's magic to me. It is magic. Yeah. That's, yeah. It's, it's, that's, that's a whole a other whole, skill. Yeah, and then just with me, you know, I feel like I just started off writing. Like, I always write, so I can't force myself to be, Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I ain't wait, come out the womb just rapping lyrics. Like, <laughs> no, nah, I, I hear melodies in my head, I hear lyrics in my head, and I just try to make a good song out of it. Yeah, you're a real composer that way. Yeah. On the gender note, I just want to say one more thing, which is I think you do this really cool thing in some of your songs where... You're almost almost your voice is gender neutral in terms of like mm-hmm. you're talking to men, you're talking to women. Sometimes I feel like the pronouns mm-hmm. bounce around mm-hmm. in like a really awesome way that I feel like just opens it up completely. It's like you could be talking to me, you, any of us. Yeah, none I do of us. try to like when I hear my songs, that's when it's most come easiest to me is like when I'm just talk feel like I'm having a conversation with somebody like like um I don't even know. I got I got. I ain't listened to Schizo in a while because I've been playing all my new music, but I just know with Schizo just how I came off on some verses. I really was coming off as if I'm talking to a guy across the table. Mm-hmm. Like, because Schizo was like an emotional, like, you know what I'm saying? I was just trying to get through to a guy, but not without talking to him. You know, I had to get through to him through my music. So it was just like I was talking to him. And I'm yeah. like, you know, why you can't keep it real? Like, why? Like, yeah. yeah. So. 
Was it an actual guy? Who, now? Then, <laughs> that you were yeah. writing that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I say everything with me. Everything's real. real. Yeah. 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 I, and music is how I express myself. So, like, this is how I literally get my stuff off my chest. It's just, it's just what I'm come from my heart. Yeah. But, like, close to you, I feel like the verses that you have and, and that T-Pain has, like, either of you could have sung either one of those. It's kind of a really cool back and forth. Yeah, like T-Pain. two sides of the same coin kind of thing. Yeah, T-Pain yeah. definitely killed his verse. I wasn't expecting that when they sent it back. <laughs> yeah, so how did these crazy collaborations happen on the new album? Uh, some Him of them. Gucci Mane. Mm-hmm. Who's the... F- Who's the third? Gucci, T-Pain, Wale, yeah. and Jeremiah. Yeah, that's right. Um, Yeah, some of them. You know, Gucci, I was just able to meet, know the right people and get him the track over sent to him. You know what I'm saying? And luckily, he just loved a song, and he hopped on it and did that for me. And uh, With Wale, we met in the studio, and he was just, you know, playing his music, and uh-huh. I was telling him about me, playing my music. And we was just cooling. Then next thing you know, you know, my label sent over the song. He sent us a verse back. T-Pain, I don't know. He, I ain't had no idea they was going <laughs> to send it to him, but he killed the track, and I'm glad he was on it. It wouldn't have been nobody else perfect for that track. And um, Jeremiah, he from Chicago. Just me, you know, just me meeting people. I try to make organic relationships. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, and when I heard, when I was done, like, with the song and I just listened to it, I'm like, I need Jeremiah on this song. So, you know, just, that's bro. We hit him up. He came through. Yeah. And there are how many tracks on that? 19? Yeah, it's or? 19, but, you know, it's all it's the crazy. skits. It's interludes. Yeah. yeah. So it's really like 13. Okay. Where'd the, where'd those come from? Skits? Yeah. Really, my label wanted me to do the skit because <laughs> I thought it was going to be a little corny, but it came out good. Yeah. You know, so we just had fun. They was just like, why don't you just try it? Just try it. So I just put the, I was just looking at the songs because we didn't even have a title for it. Like, you know, we, we had to kind of rush the, the packaging of the album and put it out in time so we could, you know, do what we did. But, um, you know, I was just listening to it and I'm like, these songs kind of go in order like I feel like it could tell a story and that's uh-huh. when I, I set them in order and then I'm like look I'm just like look <laughs> she start off with the guy she end up getting into it and get with the new guy and all the songs go you know so then we just built the skits off that like oh well, we gotta have some real life stuff going on yeah like, that's what reminded me of the brat the album yeah oh, yeah yeah I, know. I, I used to love that, like Salt and Pepper used to yeah, do that. I, mean, I, I remember be... they had like Kid and Play on one of their albums and they'd have a little thing. How come no other genre does that? They do now a little do bit, they? but not as well. In my like, opinion. <laughs> like rock acts? I've heard skits? some, just not like, not so much skits. Not like, I love that it's like a thread telling a story. You're yeah. looking at the album, you say, okay, this is actually a progression. Things are happening. Right. And, yeah, that, I don't then, hear that. And no. I like it because it's like, you know, and then when you feel a certain type of mood, you know which Sad, yeah. yeah. You know, it's gonna vibe out for a little bit in that mood. So yeah, yeah. So you've had such a meteoric, crazy couple years. Can you think back on a moment where you were like, "Oh, I think this is gonna work out. I can do this," Um, or is it a blur? (laughs) I'm trying to think because. Oh, yeah. Well, when I first put out my mixtape, that's really when I took it serious. Yeah, Uh, I was rapping. I've been rapping since like my freshman year, and I put my mixtape out. My very, very first mixtape, uh, junior year. Okay. So I had I was already rapping for like two, three years. Junior year, I was just like, ah, I think I want to take this serious. And then, you know, everybody bring up the incident. Everybody know about the little shoplifting incident. I don't know if y'all know about it. 
Tell but us for those I know the blogs know. is getting up on it, but whatever. <laughs> it was just a little incident. Own the story. Yeah, own it. That's yeah. cool. No, nah, it's cool. It's it was just whatever. I was a kid. Shot in sticky fingers. Everybody uh-huh. do it. <laughs> What'd yeah. you take? Some clothes for a boy and myself. <laughs> trying. Well, I didn't even take nothing because I didn't get away with it. But <laughs> yeah, so did that end up a lyric ever? Any of that? No. No. Not yet. And I would have got away with it if it wasn't for that pesky man. No, I just <laughs> but it was like, it was just, you know, I was going through that. And my daddy put me on punishment. Like, right after that, I was on punishment for three months. How three. old were you? Junior year. Oh, junior year of high uh, school? Okay. What, like, I don't know, 17? So what you? What kind of trouble did you get in legally? Slap on the wrist? Uh, They... they Fake put me in this holding thing yeah, in the cuffs bit. or whatever. I mean, I wasn't scared. Uh, that's what they tried to do. Anyway. I wasn't scared. I didn't think I was going to go to jail. I was just like, I was more thinking because I had a party like the next day <laughs> or like next two days. So that's what the clothes was for. And I'm just like, knowing my daddy, I'm not even finna be able to go to the party. <laughs> so I was just, really? my whole time in, the, in mm. there, I was just thinking, like, mm. I got to call my mama. Like, I'm not <laughs> calling my daddy. And my mama ended up tricking on me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, she ended up telling my daddy. Oh, and I'm like, you both, like, we would have <laughs> had it. Like, we was so close. And I, no, matter of fact. go to this party. No, you know what? I don't even think, my mama didn't even tell. My mama really? didn't tell How on did me. How did you find out? I got back home. He sat me down in the chair, the interrogation chair. <laughs> he told me, tell him, my daddy, like, my daddy, like, a real nigga. Like, uh-huh. I don't know if I, well, I don't That's know. okay. My daddy just 100. So, my daddy the type, like, if you lie to me, you're going to get in trouble. Yeah. If you tell the truth, you might not get in trouble. Mm-hmm. Something going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I laughed that day because mm. I just couldn't take no chances. Because I'm like, even if he find out, just let him find out after the right. party. Yeah. Like, <laughs> just got to get to that party. Yeah, so I'm just like, yeah. So you I lied about where you were or something? No, I told him, I'm like, I was in the store. I'm like, daddy, now you know I'm not no thief. <laughs> um, I, had, I went in the store. I saw it. They only had one shirt left. I left my wallet in the car. I had to put my shirt in the bed because it was so many people trying to get grabbed. <laughs> I didn't want nobody to take the shirt. I yeah. was coming right back. That's what I told him. <laughs> and he, he like, oh no, he this don't he sound not right. Yeah. He like, I'm gonna just put you on punishment for a couple days. <laughs> till I figure it out. And I'm like, no, so, <laughs> no party. So, no, oh, but man, you took I went a rest. Up, right. So I went upstairs. I went to sleep, and then I guess when I woke up, he had took my phone. Oh. And he saw that I was like texting the boy who I did it. I'm yeah. like, they didn't call me like my daddy think I left. Shit. And he just went crazy. That was like, it. He lost it. It was over with. But anyway, I said that because I went on a, I got on punishment for three whole months. No phone, no computer, no going out, Whoa. no no nothing. Like, and that's, I had a beat, a CD, I mean, a CD of beats. And I wrote to the like whole CD. That's when you made the whole mixtape? Yeah. Just like a random CD or what? It was a random CD. It just had a whole bunch of beats on it that I was already listening to. I had burned a CD. Whoa. So do you now like think of that? Now you thank your father. Yeah, like thank the the story, the whole story. Yeah, when I got out of punishment, I put out my mixtape. Like it was ready and I was just like, yeah, I'm going to do it serious. That's a testament to all that we could get done if we put our fucking phones away for two seconds. True, definitely. That's, I that's got what that. I take away from that mm-hmm. story. <laughs> if I had no computer for three months, you don't need to. Co- you don't need to go shop with a home. I don't just, shop right. You can just t- t- turn off nah. your phone. I just need a stern. You'll come out with a whole new invention, <laughs> game plan. Yeah, you gonna be like, look, yeah, Stara, I got a new 
we finna do this. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I got it wrote up. <laughs> so then you come out with the mixtape. Do you perform it live? What around Which town? One? The the first one when you came out with it. Did you? Yeah, did you start performing? Do you have shows? Uh, I doubt it. That no. was just it was my first mixtape, so it was really people first time hearing mm-hmm. my project. Like they didn't know what. How'd you put get. it out? SoundCloud Bandcamp stuff? I, I had a, found a, a DJ. He was working. His name was DJ Hustlenomics. He was working with Chief Keith and, uh, at the crib. And I was just asking. He, he kept flirting with me, you know. So I'm like, is you trying to host this tape <laughs> or what? And, you know, he, he hosted the tape and we put yeah. it on um, my mixtape. My mixtapes? Yeah. That Piff. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's cool. a it's a it's music a, site. Okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. and then what happened after that? We put it out. Like I don't know. I started shooting videos to it, and then you know we got a little buzz going. So so could, how are you paying for that at that point? Um, my mama worked. I mean, my auntie worked at like Kinkos okay. and stuff. That's the same. She had did my party flyers for me too. Yeah, we never got them out. And then she did my <laughs> mixtape covers for me. I went and bought just a whole bunch of plastic slips. You know, uh-huh. that probably wasn't too much. You know, yeah. I worked at Subway. Yeah. So I had okay. a little job. And you just did like burned your own CDs and burned my them out own and CDs, passed them out through the school. Then, you know, the, the principal calling me over the intercom because she got a hold of the CD and it's cursing all on it. So, you know, oh, no. everybody like, dang, Dreezy mixtape. Everybody get Dreezy mixtape. The teachers found out about it. They like, we listen to your mixtape. Like, then the kids started rolling up to school in their cars, bumping it. Wow. Like, you know, just, just your friends. My friends support me. Like, yeah. you see the illest bitch alive, it had, like, me and, like, 20 people. Out. And we we had a gang. Like, not a gang, but, like, my crew, like, yeah. of girls. It was We was 12 deep everywhere mm-hmm. we threw the parties we we was there we was the racks like mm-hmm. so we had a little we was already cool we just had to get it out to our friends and yeah uh, and was schizo independently released yeah how'd you do that same thing yeah that was with my producer though that was when i started taking music a little more seriously okay schizo you, you'll hear a lot more pianos yeah and, and drums and like real it sound real music is it common on that one or he, yeah what is it? yeah yeah he is on the bottom so that track. was a big Big feature. Yeah. How'd yeah. that happen? Through the, your producer? The Chirac. No. Okay, so that was after. He found out. Well, no. you were on, you did something with no. Common. So he wasn't on, he wasn't on Schizo. Oh, okay. No, what we did was we re-released Schizo again with a, right. with bonus tracks. So then we had like the remix and then we put Chirac on there, I think too. And then we had the common song on okay. there. Okay. And then you were on his album. Yeah. We remastered. It's a remastered version of Skit Song at Tunes. And then, yeah, and I did a song. Well, I did a song on his album first. And then okay. he just returned the favor and did the song for me. Were you like, was that like your biggest encounter with a with a big star by then? Yeah, that was probably my first. Yeah. 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 Is, is well, common? matter of fact, you know, I met. No, that was my first. Mm. Trey songs, I was cool with Trey songs. I had met Wayne, but like we ain't do nothing. But I had met Trey songs manager and stuff. So really, like I was already kind of meeting people. So by the time Chirac dropped, like for real, for real, we just we just took it in. You know what I'm saying? Like all the celebrities just was like hitting me up. Yeah. Like yeah. Chirac, Chirac, who is this girl? Right. Who is like the king or queen of? that Chicago scene now? Who's revered the most? I mean, it was probably common, common at some point. I feel like right now it's right Chance, now, right? Now. right? <laughs> yeah, Chance, Chance is definitely... Maybe know. it was like Kanye in between those I two. I mean, for me, top males, 
Chance, Dirk, Herb. That's yeah. who's making the most noise in the city right now. Yeah. Queen, I'm going to just say myself. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Who's your dream collaborator now? Who, who's like number one on your wish Wayne. list? Yeah. Wayne and J. Cole. Okay. Yeah. You'll get them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I'm waiting on it. I know it's going to happen. Yeah. So you're working on new stuff now as you're promoting the new album? Yeah, we are already working on a new project. I was just in the studio all last week. Uh, shout out 808 Mafia. We're working with them. Nice. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm meeting so many new people that's saying that they want to do songs with me. So I feel like a lot of collabs will be coming soon. Mm-hmm. I did a song with YFN and Lucci. Y'all should check him out. He's from Atlanta. Okay. Me and Kay Michelle was just talking about doing a song. Uh, me and Ray Shermer about to work on a song. Cool. Um, wow. Yeah. Do you have someone keeping your life straight for you? I <laughs> really, I need it. Like, I've been looking for an assistant because yeah. my I have an assistant, but she just got pregnant. Aww. And she her baby dropping next week. So I know she just not finna have time for me like I did. <laughs> but yes, I need somebody to, I definitely yeah. do, girl. I try to get all the little to-do list apps. Right? Yeah. Yeah, the stuff, notes. Like, and notes. calendars. Oh, that's just another yes. thing to keep track of. It is, though, because then I forget to check my to-do yeah, list. Yeah, I need a calendar <laughs> to look at my calendar. Yeah, yeah, I just need somebody to not be annoying and just yeah. remind me of everything. <laughs> it just got to be like my friend or something that could just, like, Dre's, don't forget you got to. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So now that you're in L.A., you're trying to act at all? Nah. You're not ready to cross over? Nah, n- they um had me try out for Empire. They wanted oh, yeah. me to be on oh, Empire, whoa. but you know, uh, Frida ended up getting that spot. So mm-hmm. I'm, and I'm, I know her too. Her name Breezy. I, I rock with her the long way. Yeah. So I'm happy for her. I'm glad she got that. I couldn't get it because I'm signed to a label. So I don't even know how the acting stuff work. Yeah. With the label being involved, because the Chirac movie, I was supposed to be in that too. Oh. But I'm glad I wasn't. Yeah. But, yeah. That movie was whack. <laughs> yeah. So how is label life? I imagine it's amazing and it also adds new complications you have to figure out. Yeah. You know, just you definitely got to catch on. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Catch on before it's too late. You know, if you because I feel like everybody might come in a situation blind, but it's just how long you stay blind is how long you're going to get after over because yeah. you're gonna get after over yeah if you unless you came in the business knowing about lawyers knowing about paperwork knowing how this go mm-hmm. you're gonna get after over in some type of way because they these people been in the industry for years and right. and, and then not, not even necessarily just the label you know not even it might not even be the label like because my label I, I don't really have problems with my label but just other people you know what i'm saying in the in the industry that's just trying to finesse you and sell you dreams and and you know what I'm saying that the paperwork be man just get your lawyer. It yeah. sounds like you're someone who really trusts their gut though, and you're not afraid to get out of something if it doesn't feel right. Yeah, which but is great. That's the thing when you get in paperwork, it ain't no get out. Right, of it. you you're in the, you're <laughs> you in need to trust. Not. You need to trust the people around you yeah, so or you, someone close to you, like you said, like to to read that for you and explain it and yeah, make it's it. not no trust your gut. Don't trust your gut. <laughs> trust your lawyer. Right. When it comes to paperwork, do not trust your gut. When it comes to friendships, trust your gut. Yeah, but when yeah. it comes to this paperwork, no, everything is legal <laughs> and everything is black and white. They don't care about how you feel. Mm-hmm. They don't care about, but I thought he was my friend. No, he not. And you just had your life away. So, yeah. Yeah. How's it been touring? 
It's cool. The very is real tiring. I only been on one tour. I was gonna tour. say you sound tired saying it's cool. Yeah, I, I only been on one tour, but it feel like we on tour still. It's just, you know. <laughs> Who was that with? Uh, Tory Lanez and ASAP Ferg. Cool. Yeah, that was fun. I mean, do you like playing live? Is that like of of recording, writing, you know, performing? Where does that where does performing fall in in your favorite part of this? Um, I like performing. I like performing. But Say it one more time, we'll believe you. <laughs> <laughs> I like performing for real. Like, it's not even that. It's just the stuff that it's not like I could just, like, I hate waiting. Like, I hate. It's a lot of. I hate the process wait, yeah. waiting up until the performance, yeah. you know? Yeah. And then I hate. Everything is just long. Like, even flying now, I used to love flying. I hate flying now. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll take a road trip in a heartbeat over flying. You just yeah. want to get where you're going. Yeah, because it's like, you know, you, sometimes you got to take two flights in a day. It's a two-hour probably. You got to get that two hours <laughs> early. So if my flight at, at 5, the first flight in the morning, I got to be up at 4, get there by 5, get, you know, wait at two hours. Tired yeah. yeah, you be tired. Yeah. You can't let your seat back. Then you get off the plane, got to go straight to the makeup artist, put your clothes on, hit the stage. It take all right. the fun out of it. Right, like, for hit the stage for, what, an like, hour? Yeah, right. yeah. now yeah. I'm tired before I get on the stage. <laughs> right. Like, yeah. Totally. But but when you're on stage, you're on stage feels it's great. like it goes away for that. Yeah. Yeah. And then you get off and you got to get back on the, in the car and go to the, you know, and wake up in three hours. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a good life. Yeah. I don't know. I, I was tempted to say, well, the more successful you become, the easier that gets. But I don't even know if that's true. Traveling's tiring for everybody. Yeah, Might be a little think... more pampering on the you way, more but maybe pampered, not. But but it's like every not. problem, every every level I go through is different problem. Like the stuff that I yeah. used to worry about ain't even on my mind no more. Like <laughs> it used to be money problems. Now I'm not even worried. Now it's just stress. Right. Like, <laughs> don't stress me out, you know? Like, yeah. Uh, but Do you have time for any romance? <laughs> no, not really. Yeah. You're all over the place. Yep. Yeah, you gotta you, to, you gotta stay in one place for a few days, kinda, to make yeah. that happen. No. Well, or it depends what kind of romance you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, you start setting up them uh, dick appointments. <laughs> exactly. Can't miss. It's it. another thing in the calendar. <laughs> Keep track of. For real. Like, <laughs> and if you miss it, I know you just Tinder from city to city. You know. Oh, Tinder. No, she could probably get on one of those celebrity. Oh, Raya. Apps. Yeah. You no, definitely. I'm not tendering nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even care that much. They, they'll find yeah, me too eventually. much effort, too little return. They'll yeah, find yeah, me. Don't they'll bother. get out with me. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have a question for you. You know how, I don't know if you saw on Twitter, this like seven favorite movies trend is happening. People mm-hmm. are listing their seven favorite movies. So Billboard is trying to start a seven favorite songs trend. Mm hmm. Can I ask you to name seven of your favorite songs off the top of your head? I know that that's it's gonna it's be really so annoying. It's gonna I be know, hard. but I feel like you're good thinking off the top of your head. No, I'm not. <laughs> it, it, like this is the worst part of interview. Did you just all shut down? You no, just... but I'm gonna try. But I just always I get real quiet on this part, and I don't be wanting to like. We're not gonna leave you in silence. <laughs> we can talk yeah. amongst ourselves while you think about it. Okay. And and you're not. I'm instantly to thinking it. of some Kanye stuff. Some okay, old life. Kanye. Um. Workout plan. This is really yeah. Nice. Workout plan. Okay. Workout plan. Yeah. Just uh, uh, champion. Do uh-huh. you realize? I was just re listening to that yesterday, yeah. that album. It's such yeah. a good album. Oh, Kanye. Uh, what's the. Mm, mm, dang, what's that song? He was talking some real stuff. Yeah, early Kanye's the best. All Falls Down. All Falls Down, yep. Yep. Um, 
right, everything non- is is it everything is everything or nothing that's even a lauren hill song no it ain't that mm. it's something like that though uh, it is what it is or something like that. He was just talking some real stuff on it. Roses. Roses went mm-hmm, crazy. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, how many okay. do we count that as? Look, that was like yeah, four. That was right all there. Kanye. <laughs> that was four. That was all three. Kanye. Non, Non-Kanye. We got to put, okay, Wayne. Uh-huh. Amelie. Okay. Real Rap. Y'all probably never heard that. That's one of my favorites. Three mm-hmm. Pete. Three Give us one more. Pete, um, favorite. Oh, Miss Carter or uncom or comfortable, get too comfortable. Okay. Yeah, to the Boom. left, to the left. If you wanna leave, you my guest. You can step. Yeah, that's easy. Awesome. Uh, yeah. There you nailed it. Nice. That was only favor. two artists. But <laughs> Put that into a tweet. Yeah, <laughs> tweet it at Billboard. They'll be it's so way happy. more music. I just gotta go down the line. I'm so it's bad. It's so hard. No, no it's insane. No, it's if you ask me my, my favorite color, I don't know. Yeah, exactly. I, can't answer. I know my. I don't know one color. color. Oh, okay, what's your favorite color? Pink. Oh, there you go. I like black too, <laughs> but it's getting played out. Black. Everybody overdid. Maybe it. pink is the new black. Mm-hmm. They be trying to overdo that too. <laughs> the new, like something is the new something. Nowadays, you gotta have like green and yellow yeah. and orange to not be. You know, not a lot of people can pull off orange. As they say, um, I don't friend. think so. I agree. Okay. Definitely. I thought you gave me a face <laughs> no, like no. that's a strong stance against orange. You just. I took. only have one association with wearing orange. Who's that? Of the show. Yeah. What? Orange is black. Oh, okay. Right. <laughs> yeah. 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 Anyway. All right. So this is your last night in New York. Mm-hmm. You're just going to chill. Take it easy. Probably hit the stool. Yeah. The studio. That that sounds like work. It is. Okay. But I already promised somebody, so I'm just like... But does that like... I got to come Is that where you feel relaxed? Like you like almost wouldn't feel like you're having a relaxing evening unless you're sort of being productive? Or like that is chilling <laughs> That problem. Um, It just depends on the vibe. Or can you chill? Yeah. yeah. Like if I could just go to the studio by myself, that's uh-huh. relaxing. Okay. What do you like to do if it's not making music? <laughs> like, um, do you like, do you like to, to go to movies? <laughs> I live in LA. I actually yeah, I mean, do like going in the mountains and yeah, stuff. Do you, yeah, do Runyon and that like, whole scene. I I was I don't like working out, but I like had make me look when it's done. <laughs> yeah. So like I used to do it and feel good about myself when I was done, but hate myself while I was doing it. Uh-huh. Yeah. So that was cool. I had got into working out when I got to LA. I like to smoke. Yeah. And uh, really, I be plotting. Like I feel like it's never nothing that I can't be doing. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, even like with the music out right now, like I feel like we got so much momentum that I gotta keep going. Like, cause what what I hated about what I did with Chirac is when once that sh- it blew up so much that I felt like I needed to fall off the scene for a little bit and go work on a project and get my project together and get it perfect to put out before these people start. You know what I'm saying? When really they just wanted more. Like. Right. Like they wanted to keep hearing more, you know, and I could have kept going and kept riding off that Chirac wave, but I let it die down. So then when I got signed, I kind of had to reintroduce myself. Like, so that's why, you know, Body, for a lot of people that didn't know Chirac, that was their first time hearing me. They didn't even know I was a rapper. They think I'm a singer. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I yeah. had to reinvent myself and just come back. So now that I got this momentum again, that's why we re- we put the album out. We didn't rush it. It, it still was like some good solid tracks on there that we knew was going to go. We just didn't finish it completely 
going out hard like I wanted to. We just had to put a couple tracks on there just to fill it in and put it out. Yeah. You know, and now I feel like I could be working on my next project because I know how long that process mm-hmm. takes just to be ahead of the game. You know, I want to start, I want to be like two projects in, putting out, a, you know, just having everything in the, on the time schedule, just, mm-hmm. you know, so I Building can work on up. other stuff too, like, mm-hmm. and focus on my traveling and focus on, you know, others, maybe some merch and, and maybe acting and stuff like that. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. All right. Well, the new album is out. Mm-hmm. Super sick. No hard feelings. No hard feelings. So good. Is that your message to the world? No hard feelings. Yeah. No it's hard good. feelings. If somebody got you in your feelings, then you on the wrong wave. I like that. No. Because mm-hmm. yeah. I ain't. No hard feelings in business or nothing. Cool. That's great. All right, Dreezy, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thanks for having me. So, sisters. Yeah. I just want to take away the pressure. I knew you were special when I met you. Hate the way you battle your confessions. I wait for you. I gotta know. I gotta know. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.